1: hello and welcome to another episode of the dispatch the two previous episodes this summer has been me speaking with different uh, coaches and uh, know-hows inside hockey about Lucas raymond and tim stutschle today i'm meeting up with anton Rasegord. thank you for joining me anton
2: thank you for uh yeah wanting to have me here patrick
1: well you were there when we observed one of the risers in the draft really um, Simon Johannesson in Rögle, and it, it was a really interesting thing. First and foremost, we 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 were sitting among the NHL scouts, and uh, Rögle had had to extend the press box in order to facilitate all of the NHL scouts because everyone was more or less there to see Simon Johansson, uh, and and he has been a slow riser, or, or he has been a a, a slow play, a unseen player for for quite some time and then exploding onto the scene somewhere around the world juniors when he he was observed more because the other junior players were in the world juniors. And he has taken a solid spot in a strong, uh, improved rugby team that actually finished third in the season.
2: Yeah, it's impressive the leap he's made from one year to another. I mean, he's a second-year eligible player uh, for the draft he's born late in the year 2000 um but he was like last year he wasn't even on the map to play in the shl he played he actually played seven games but he wasn't like he would never be a regular and then he started off the season with the under 20s and he was so good that regularly just had to bring him up Um, and he was a permanent fixture for
1: the rest of the season 10 points, uh, I think it is, in, in, in 40, yeah, 11. 40, 11 points, 10 assists, one goal in 44, 45 games. That yeah. is impressive. And, and maybe what's more impressive is that he actually has one of the top players from last year's draft, Philip Bruberg, in a similar role, in a similar position, um, beaten in the points production.
2: Yeah, I think it's interesting as well uh, the way the, um, well, different. Um uh, well what you ca- can you call it? Just um uh, the way players are perceived from an early age, it just lingers on. Um because Samuel Johansson has uh has had a great season for a nineteen year old in the Swedish Hockey League, um but hasn't really received any hype. Uh, whilst Philip Ruberg a year ago was one of the most hyped-up defenders in the draft. He was taken eighth overall. We don't hear any kind of hype around Samuel Johansson. I I saw here on the rankings that Hockey com actually has him ranked going late in the first round, but no one else even has him ranked, which is crazy.
1: Yeah, I think he was ranked thirty-first in of European skaters. Yeah, and and uh, that's you know that's far behind anyone. Uh, in, in many ways, that would be like a sixth-round pick or, or, or something like that. Maybe maybe not sixth-round, but it would be a late-round pick, definitely. Um, yeah. And then we have hockey prospects that have him 31st overall. And with the amount of NHL scouts there, um, I'm saying they are probably closer to to the truth than, than the other rankings.
2: I also think that the fact that Montreal drafted an overager in the third round last year in Matthias Norlinder... Um, who had incre- an incredible season this year as well, that it kind of just rubs off on other teams' scouts as well that you can find these rare gems in the mid-rounds in uh, Sweden because, like, obviously, the Swedish Elite League and and Hockey Allsvensk even are two great leagues. And if you get to play there with, you know, consistent minutes, with full-sized um, players um, on a like on a high level um, you can be much closer to the NHL than many of the players in the CHL
1: yeah and, and playing playing pro, against pros in a pro league and arguably one of the top four leagues in the world uh, it, it gives you a boost obviously if you had this production in AHL which is on a similar level I think most People yeah. would be like, "Oh man, that guy's good," and and that's exactly. what we have to to look at. But where do you see his strength really?
2: Oh, it's in his mobility and his uh, just his overall skill set offensively. Um, he is uh, he is great with the puck. He has great hands, and he is um, he, he has the potential to to really quarterback a power play. Um, so now that we see regular, which was a top team in the Swedish, um, hockey league last season, they have lost, uh, their star defenseman, Cody Curran. Um, I expect him to maybe fill in Curran's shoes a little bit and, and really get, um, be, be a central part of the regular team for the 2020, 21 season.
1: Yeah, and um, you, you could tell when you read the black book from, from Hockey Prospects that uh, it was interesting because I had the feeling it was Cody Curran they spoke to about uh, Johansson's work ethic and that he's really coming in, doing him all the work and um, he pointed out a little bit that the physical game wasn't there uh, as you're going to hear in just a few moments um, Cam, Coach Abbott, Cam Abbott uh, former pro in the SHL and... and uh, a Canadian to booth, he uh, was uh he he said that he's working on the physical things and he will improve that as well. And uh, he is lanky, there's room to fill up that body from what we know when we met him uh in, in February, was it?
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: And uh, he, he has that you have to realize these are 18 19 year old guys, uh, they're not full-grown in, and I remember speaking to to uh, Rasmus Dalin that the last summer before before he went to NHL was the first summer he really could put on muscle because that's when he really got out of puberty. And, and this is stuff you have to remember as well, and uh, that is an individual thing. It will benefit uh, the player enormously, and I think a, a long off-season like it's been this year... Uh, Johansson will come out very, very strong and very, very skilled. And uh, for me, it's the way he sees the ice, the way he slows down the game and and really can work the puck to, to different areas. He, it's not just that he's strong in one dimension. He's really strong in a lot of different dimensions. I think that is what brings up his... Uh, skill and and what is needed for the NHL draft and what's make him an interesting prospect. But over to to me and uh, Cam Abbott in in um, uh, Engelholm from February, and unfortunately we couldn't get a a, a later interview because he's on vacation. <laughs> we have draft profiles
3: coming up and he's shooting up the charts right now. Yeah, Simon or Sammy Johansson. Yeah. Yeah, you're not kidding. Um, who do you want to talk about? Getting, starting with Sammy. Sammy? Yeah. yeah um, incredibly gifted player. I mean, he's got that uh, ability to freeze guys, to you know, stay calm and cool. I've never seen him rush anything. Um, he's really uh, done a good job to develop himself over the last uh, six months, especially joining us. Practicing for three weeks first and understanding what he needs to do to get better and then uh yeah I mean he's only improved every game, so um, gonna be a heck of a hockey player, yeah, he already is the counselor here yeah i mean um, he's uh he's got stuff that uh not a lot of guys have, so um, I'm not surprised, and I'm sure there'll be uh more to come so um, he's a really humble kid um, you know, pretty quiet, but a smile on his face all the time. And uh, you can see how high he understands the game, how uh, high, such a high level. So The I mean, hockey
1: IQ is the hockey there. The I IQ, yeah. I mean, I think but, that's... but where do you see him needing to develop the most?
3: Uh, well, he's working on those things every day. I think uh, the shot uh, he's working at. Um, I think his, uh, you know, his speed, uh, he makes the plays. He slows the game down at a good rate, but he can also, he's working at his skating and just physically getting stronger. So uh, I think he's working at those things and um, they're only going to get better.
1: A very interesting interview with Coach Abbott here. What was your takeaway from from that part?
2: That he seems to be a good kid, Samuel Johnson. He seems to be a guy who has a good work ethic and who will continue to improve, which we have seen this season. And who wouldn't want a player taken in the mid rounds who already has great potential all over the ice, especially offensively as a defenseman, but who will continue to improve and uh, continue to just uh, strive to, to learn from the greatest and become hopefully an NHL defenseman in the future?
1: The interesting thing for me, I think, is that, as we mentioned a little bit before the interview, He's working on the shot. He's working on his physical game. It really seems to to elevate and, and to confirm what you said, really, that he will be one of the players that Cam Abbott will look into filling that role that Karen left for Ruggler uh, because he had a great shot and, and great vision. And, uh, well, he, he signed with Anaheim, I think, for, for, for next year, if whenever that season comes uh, along. But... That is the role that is open in Rugland and where they're looking at for me there are two things that that really makes me wonder what will happen. We know that he will be in SHL next year, that's for sure, because the 15th of July has passed. So and he has a valid contract. He cannot be brought over to North America, even if he's taken the first round. That, that is the main thing. And I think this is very good for Rugler as well. Because they lost two top defenders to Toronto uh, early on in their careers. That uh, Timothy Lilligren and, and uh, Rasmus Sandin uh, are both from Rugler. They have this really good youth academy. You see this being represented here as well. He, uh, Johansson has played with, with Rugler for a long time. And, and he's benefited from, from that academy. And he's really taking that step this year to be able to, to keep him in Sweden for another year, where he's calm, collected, has a clear role of what he's going to do. I think that can only improve his, his hockey sense and, and his hockey skill. Um, do you agree with that?
2: Yeah, because obviously he's kind of in the same situation that Matthias Norlander was a year ago, um, where he has, he has become a regular fixture on the, um, on the senior squad, but now he will be able to choose f- of of real star players this season and and become a, a trusted uh trusted part of this regularler team and it's obviously a higher level as well Ruler finished third as you said, and Ruler will continue to strive to be the best team in sweden and if they can have a nineteen twenty year old um uh, draftee who um, who quarterbacks their power play and is overall playing about twenty minutes per game? That would be great for his development, and it will be great for just regular overall to show that you can become uh, you can become great at an early age in regular and then you can continue on to the NHL.
1: It's really interesting that you say twenty minutes. I have him around fifteen to seventeen minutes next year. Uh, I might definitely be wrong here, and I might be more cautious. But we saw, uh, and we already mentioned his name, Philip Broberg, play about twenty minutes a game uh, for for yeah. this year, uh, which was a worse team, obviously, uh, in the rankings at least at the end of the season. But Kolektiv has that uh, that they proven themselves. They were the inventors of of the new Swedish hockey game, and where where it was all about the Corsi and controlling the puck and controlling the chances, etc., etc., and um, they've really embraced that and that was started their new revolution in Sweden the next step in, in Swedish hockey and it's great to see rugby is, is has always been the challenger We, you know I made a joke about it that they they play their kind of uh, music the country style music a little bit and and they're the cousins from, from the farmland a little bit But but they are really taking this step further and and Cam and Chris Abbott, that is the general manager as well, uh, are are fantastic. And they brought in a mindset in Rogler that is really, really good. And I think it's the perfect development for Sima Johannesson for the next year.
2: Yeah, and I think as well that, uh, because obviously when you spoke to Samuel Johannesson, you, uh, well, there were questions about whether it would have been easier to Come into the Ruggler lineup five years ago when Ruggler was a bottom feeder in the uh, Swedish Elite League, um, and he said that obviously it would have been maybe easier to make the lineup, but he wouldn't have developed as good because they wouldn't have played that kind of that style of hockey that benefits him. And now being in a like a, a much better position and and having a much better squad, he can really become the offensively minded defenseman that he was you know that he has been crafted to 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 be
1: we spoke about it a little bit before we started this recording but can you compare Broberg uh, and and Johannes on uh, development wise and, and maybe upside wise for the future
2: yeah I think that a lot of general managers last year fell in love with Broberg's potential uh the problem is that I think that they see an eric carlson to be right and if he doesn't become eric carlson there is really no floor where he could end up philip roberg because he is what i i see him as a boom or bust kind of uh, prospect he is either the guy who will just be the yeah the sole quarterback of your offense um who will just uh take the puck from his own zone and just go and make magic happen but if he doesn't have that development and I was kind of scared when I saw him in Fuleptio this year that he didn't really seem like that kind of great deep prospect that was set out to be when he was drafted the eighth overall I don't know where he ends up falling really whilst Samuel Johannesson he is good enough defensively that if he doesn't become that dynamo uh, in development, he I think he's uh, safe enough to become a bottom pair defenseman in the NHL in the future.
1: Thank you, uh, Anton. It's always a pleasure to have you as a guest and, and there's always a pleasure to meet you up. Um, we have to really do that next time and record this in person. Uh, I'm sorry yes. if there's been any uh, problems with the recordings because Skype has uh, acted out a little bit from, from my end as le- at least. Um, read more on Anthony Johannesson on Eyes on the Prize. The, the uh, pro- profile will be up at the same time around uh, this pod goes out. Um, we look forward to, to hearing from you and what you think about this kid and what you think about the other kids this is someone that I think you should keep an eye on and uh, this is someone I think that would definitely have been invited to the Montreal Canadiens camp in, uh, uh, in Stockholm, that they have in Europe every year. Um, it, it, it is a really, really interesting prospect. I know there are other teams that have been looking at him as well, so this is not just a Montreal prospect, but uh, Toronto, I, I know Toronto Maple Leafs has been there. Uh, I know Arizona has been there as well. It has been a good year to to be in Ruggler. And as I said, they've really extended the press box in order to facilitate the scouts in the arena. Uh, Thank you again, Anton, and uh, stay safe.
0: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.